Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, the, the answer. All right, brother. <laughs> Got Lance in the house, Michael Schwartz. Got his lovely wife in the house as well, and I got me some new ski sausages. Yeah, I'm about ready to bail. I'm about, and then Eileen baked. What kind of cake is that? That is a, a chocolate chocolate cake that Eileen made for you. Happy birthday! A big oh happy birthday, guys! Fabulous. How am I going to get that home without sharing it? That's my thing. I think you should uh, take the the Nooski's brats and just put them in there like candles. Oh, that's an awesome yeah, idea! Right. Oh, I'm going to do cake and brats. Hey, look at hey, Brandon. You ever have a Newski's uh, sausage, dude? <laughs> Applewood smoked. Applewood smoked. If you're nice, that sounds good. Though, I'll cook does. one up, and bring oh, it in. Oh yeah, you. have a Newski's, or maybe a half of one. I don't know if I can give away the whole thing. No, don't. No. Hey, who we got on the line? Oh, first off, well, what oh, we doing? got a Gun Range San Diego. Without them, we wouldn't be sitting here talking. Oh, wonderful folks. Absolutely. Seventy-eight fifty-three Balboa Avenue. The Nordstroms of gun ranges, ten to ten, seven days a week. Go to the Gun Range San Diego. The Gun Range San Diego. Take your friends. Take your family. Get yourself protected. Learn all about Second Amendment rights. You should, at least, if you don't own a, a firearm, you should at least know how to use a firearm because you don't want to be reactive. You want to be proactive. So, who we got on? We have our good buddy and friend, uh, one of our favorite elected officials here in the yep, beautiful county sure. of San Diego, Mr. Rob McNellis. How you doing, Rob? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you guys for uh, for letting me join you. And by the way, uh, no no offense to you guys, but you got Laura there. <laughs> we do. Well, I know it Who just cares br- about you guys. We got hey. Laura there. Hey, it brightened up the whole show. Are you kidding? I wasn't. I gonna... don't doubt it. Yes, he is. She's, lucky bastard. She and, said and you're uh, stuck someplace else in a closet. <laughs> she said. Uh, she said. Ah, I don't need headphones. I'm just going to sit here and, and look at my phone. I said. Well, Robin Nelson's is calling in. She said. Oh, well, give me the headphones. Yeah, right. She so. about ripped them right off of Michael's head. I had to get him another set. What's up with that? So, Mr. McNellis, Rob McNellis from the Santee City Council, Mr. Santee yes, himself, uh, Amen. proud San Diego County Gun Owners founding board member. Uh, Amen. We're, we're headed quickly into, we're basically there. We're in uh, election season. Um, you know, March is the mm-hmm. primary rather than June. And then, of course, uh, November is really just around the corner. I mean, it's over a year away, but man, you're going to blink and it's going to be here. So... You, sir, uh, run in all the finest circles and are extremely knowledgeable when it comes to local politics. I just wanted to get your thoughts. What are some races we need to keep our eye on, and and uh, who are some folks that you like, and, and what's your take on the elections this season? Yo. Well, number one, first and foremost, is obviously my hometown right here, Santee. Mm-hmm. Santee proud all day long. And uh, there's to me, this is one of the most uh, – the most uh, contested races. This is this is uh, one of the biggest races because this is this is where we could make a big switch to being a uh, conservative, uh, God-fearing, Second Amendment-loving community to 
something different. And uh, we absolutely, absolutely need to help Dustin Trotter, who is, if I recall correctly, he's what, number two? He was our second member. member. Yep, he was our second 10-ring member, Dustin Trotter. Didn't even have uh, membership applications, and he said, I'm in. And he's been and so he, whatever un- it was, whatever the number was, he didn't care. Yep. He's he's that he's that uh, um, dedicated to supporting Second Amendment uh, rights, to uh, educating, to making sure that we all understand what our rights are as Americans. And uh, this is one of those guys that no matter what, you, we just all have to stand behind wherever you live because he may be an assemblyman someday he may be the senator someday he could be a congressman someday these are the these are the guys that we really really truly need to support yeah it's he's running against uh you know the incumbent steve houlihan who um you know last election uh was supporting a number of extremely anti-second amendment uh candidates who were running in santee i mean he you know he, he was behind a huge effort to pretty much turn that city around uh, into yeah. uh, a very, very different city, especially when it comes to uh, Second Amendment rights. Uh, right now, you know, the council, you know, you guys are really great. You, you, you were uh, instrumental in getting CCWs uh, to happen here in San Diego. And, and, you know, we take that away. Mm-hmm. You know, we take that away in, in an election or two, and, and that's that's big trouble. So, uh, Dustin, I mean, it, it just couldn't be a, a, a clearer contrast. Dustin Trotter is, uh, you know, a big supporter of the Second Amendment. It's been a fantastic support of the organization. So, what, what else? Who else? So what other? Be, okay, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I go off on that one because that is, to me, that's my most important race. That's like my number one thing sure. right now. But behind that, you've got, uh, you know, getting reelected Mayor Minto in Santee, mm-hmm. uh, Laura Caval. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both. Have they both have signed the pledge. Uh, they both are are stating that they're they're going to continue to help support and defend uh, Second Amendment rights. Yep. And that's in Santee. But we reach out of Santee. We go into El Cajon and you got Phil Ortiz, who mm-hmm. I actually sat down about a month ago and interviewed one on one. Nobody else there. Don't worry. This is just me and you. Let's talk. The guy is legit. He, he actually reminds me a lot of of a younger version of, well, of me, which could be scary. Sorry, but he's Uh, much younger. uh, I mean, much younger. Yeah, darn it. I know. I was always the young guy. I was always the young guy. And now at 47, I'm not the young guy anymore. Uh, But he's absolutely, he's uh, he's diehard. He's got true conviction to his, uh, his moral compass. And that moral compass, points true north to me in every in every aspect that I uh, that I hit him up on and it was a wonderful it was really a wonderful time of just sitting down and getting to talk to somebody and get to know somebody that really does get it in my opinion but you know my opinion is just one opinion there are others that will go like oh wow that would be somebody I would never vote for because mm-hmm. he is conservative because he loves the second amendment because he he won't change based on uh, how many people are in front of him uh, how many and that, people are in the gallery? That seat, he's actually right now appointed the El Cajon City Council because uh, they had to get rid of a pretty bad guy, Ben Colasho. Whoa! Yeah, who was just horrible. And they, they got rid of him. He had to step down. He was doing all kinds of 
horrible things. And uh, so they appointed Phil. Um, he, we actually had Phil's, uh, one of his Democratic opponent on last week, so it should be proved to be a very interesting race. Um, San Diego County Gunners hasn't endorsed anybody, but uh, we've uh, talked to both of them. So what's another race? What, any, what, what other race are you looking at, or what, what other is uh, on your radar? In that's El Cajon, Humbert Cambrero. Yeah. He's a good guy, right? Who is he? He is. He is. He's Humbert Cabrera. Okay, thanks. Yep. Cabrera. Uh, he's another guy that is once again he's he he gets it. I I mean consistently across the board. He's uh, he's run multiple times, but you know it's a difficult. It's a it's a big district. It's a difficult one. If uh, you're if you have any kind of conservative values, or if you're a a big Second Amendment guy. He, it's a it's a difficult area to win, but I think this time he's got uh, all the stars lined up. I think he's going to be he's going to be another one that will that will uh, make sure that we we keep the Second Amendment first and foremost in our thoughts uh, in East County. Mm-hmm. And you know, this East County seems to be one of the last bastions where this is a this. We, we can actually say this kind of stuff and talk about this openly without being condemned. Now, what about the uh, East County? What about the supervisor's race in East County? What are your thoughts there? Because that's going to be a pretty hot, pretty hot that race. It's going to be. It really, really is. Um, me personally, I am. I'm behind Joel Anderson and I'm behind Joel Anderson because uh, consistently in, in, by the way, he did not endorse me when I was running for mayor. What? And I'm still, Yeah. He did not endorse. He didn't endorse anybody, but he didn't endorse me. And uh, but he was at least honest, forthright, and upfront with me when we had the conversation. And he was talking about, you know, hey, you know, he's he's no, he's actually known. He had known my opponent longer, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, my opponent was on Samuel PD, which he was endorsed by back in the past. And so I understood. I didn't like it. But, mm-hmm. but he was honest. So you and like Joel over comments. his his opponent is Steve Voss, who's the mayor of Poway. Steve Joel Voss. Joel yeah. Anderson's former uh, state senator, right just before uh, Brian Jones. Um, but that and then there's and a assembly member prior to that, an assembly member prior to that, and then there's a Democrat running. And but she doesn't appear to have any kind of shot at all. She doesn't appear to be raising any money or or, or really knocking on any doors no. or, or doing much effective. There was a guy named Tom Lemon who was running, who was a and uh, uh, thank uh, goodness, but he's he, he dropped out. out so. All right. Rob, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Our time is I could sit here and talk to you all day. You know that. And we need to go have a have a uh, have a pull of that peanut butter whiskey that you introduced me to and, and talk more politics. <laughs> Amen. All right, man. All right, buddy. Thanks and for coming Laura, on. And more importantly, Laura. Nah, we're not ta- we're not talking to her. She's over there on her Facebook and all that. She's twitting and tweeting and twerking and all that kind of stuff. You guys have a wonderful Sunday. All right, buddy. All right, man, you too. All right. We're gonna take a quick God break. Bless. When we come back, don't forget, we got, I think we got John Dillon on the line waiting to come in, and I'm sure he's got nothing but bad news. Nah, he's, he's good. Are you guy. sure? He's you think he's guy. got good news this time? Uh, he's, oh, he's I didn't say so he wasn't a good guy, it. but he's always giving us bad news. So let's see if it's a bright day at Gun Sports Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer.
folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, folks, you heard us talk about how easy it is to install a Cali key and how it makes your AR rifle California legal in recognition of the recent gun laws. Well, those laws changes can put the unknowing owner of an AR-15 or 10 on the wrong side of a jail door. If you want your AR to keep its pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that would allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible new California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact of a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And after you've done that, now you need to spend $10 and hook up with firearmslegal.com. Because if you or your family has a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection, what would you do if you got pulled over and arrested? Well, if you have firearmslegal.com, you don't have to do anything. You just make one phone call. And they will have to give you peace of mind knowing you'll have a 24-hour hotline and legal representation waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. Or if you don't have a computer, 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. All right. Hey, hopefully you never, ever need a lawyer for your guns or any of those issues oh and by the way firearmslegal.com if you join them and you get into any kind of trouble there's a real good chance you're going to get our next guest john Dillon, law firm of gatsky Dillon and balance llp go to cafirearmslaw.com or you can call john direct at 760-431-9501 when it comes to california gun laws john is truly the expert he eats, sleeps, and drinks the stuff, I'm telling you. And hopefully today, he's going to bring us some really upbeat, positive news. How you doing, John? Uh, well, Dave, you're going to be pretty disappointed. I <laughs> knew it. I knew it. I knew but not it. for what you think, I think. Yeah, I don't think Watch so. Watch this. All right, what do you got, sunshine? So, uh, you know... Uh. Obviously, we, we've had a renewed push for all sorts of uh, horribly written and misplaced uh, gun control laws, both uh, at the state level and at the national level. You know, uh, the two big ones that uh, pop into my head on national level would be the various uh, red flag laws that are being proposed. And uh, let's just be uh, upfront and clear. They are terrible laws based off of uh, a movie called Minority Report in which we try to predict the future and then force a gun owner, a gun owner to come into a courtroom after they've already had, you know, police take their firearms, kick down their door, take their firearms. Uh, and then you have to prove that somehow you won't do something in the future. So, uh, it's, but I'm just going to be very clear, you know, oppose all forms of them. They don't have due process, regardless of what the statutes say. Uh, it's not how it's, uh, acted upon uh, in the actual courts. They are horrendous laws that will only lead to your rights being taken away. And, and real, uh, hey, so, hey, real quick along those lines, what do you think about uh, Governor DeWine in uh, in Ohio uh, getting together with Second Amendment people to put forth some kind of, you know, 
red flag deal. Are you following that at all? Uh, yeah, I, I, again, a bunch of states are kind of getting together and discussing okay. uh, different variations of it. You know, I know that there are Republican representatives that are trying to push for one that, you know, ensures due process. Um, you know, I, I am highly skeptical and just outright against any form of them. It, it goes against what, uh, you know, our Constitution enshrined when it comes to due process and yep. being innocent until proven guilty. So, John, let me, as I have become prone to do, let me put you on the spot a little bit because I've been thinking a lot about this, obviously. So, the uh, uh, the red flag laws, um, gun violence restraining orders are a subset of what they call red flag laws. But I don't really know any other um, any other type of law they're talking about when they uh, when, when they talk about red flag laws, is there any way to do this? Are there any, you know, any process or any improvements or anything alternative to gun violence restraining orders that you that you can think of or, or something that's being discussed? I mean, is there anything that would, you know, is there any middle ground here? Is there any agreement or overlapping circles? Yeah, uh, it's very little, if any. And this is the thing that. The, the trouble you run into when you're trying to come up with laws literally based off of predicting the future, uh, you know, regardless of the standards of proof that are required, you are still walking in and taking away a fundamental right from someone uh, when they haven't break, broke the law. So, you know, in, in almost every circumstance where people are saying, oh, red flags were raised, you know, no red flag law, but people like reported these shooters and all that. Uh, and almost everyone that I've heard, you could have, you know, either a family member could have taken away a gun themselves or reported, you know, and pursued to get police to, you know, come in because laws were broken already. I mean, well, that's the thing. I, I can't think of a scenario and I, I don't think, uh, let me know if you, if you have seen a scenario um, you know, in one of these headline, uh, you know, uh, incidents that's happened, I can't think of a, of a of a situation that's happened where they could have, where they needed a red flag, where they needed a gun violence restraining order, where they needed some sort of gun violence restraining order. I can't think of a single incident that would have been stopped by a gun violence restraining order because there was no law there already that they broke. Yeah, and, and that's the key, you know. <laughs> they can already, you know, there are already laws in place that can get people arrested and the people that are in danger. Uh, so, so why do we have these red flag laws? Okay, well, they're just another way to take away guns, and that's the goal—to take away guns. Um, so, you know, I, again, I'm against all of them, but I'd go into this a lot more. But I want to touch on something that's California-related that's been proposed real quick. Sure. Um, we have uh, another proposal that died in the past, but now has been resurrected. It's uh, for it's AB Assembly Bill 18. It's from Mark Levine. Levine, mm, yeah. Um, basically, uh, he's wanting to put a $25 tax on all firearms, all firearm purchases, and even ammunition purchases. Uh, so we're talking about another $25 to be. Uh, placed on uh you know law-abiding gun owners when they purchase firearm or ammunition uh, and you know they say in order to protect you know public safety and prevent firearms from falling into right. illegal hands but we all know this is we a way know. to price people out of firearms you know 
this is truly a, 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 an amazingly and, and villainized story. Yeah, and it, we're literally saying only the wealthy are allowed to defend themselves, and only the wealthy have the privilege uh, of being able to protect their families. It's an absurd uh, thing to do. Um, I mean, all of you have bought a gun in California. I just recently bought one. And I believe it was around $75 uh, on top of paying for the gun that I had to already pay in taxes and fee. Uh, you know, it, it's not cheap, you know, and adding another 25 bucks, we're talking about over $100 extra uh, on a, a purchase of a firearm. A lot of people can't afford that. Uh, it's a terrible law. It's really going to hit uh, those people who, you know, can't afford to spend you know, six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars on a gun. It, it's going to hurt them a lot. So, well, well and it's, uh, it's it's like taxing, you know, uh, barbecues because uh, because there are uh, school fires. You know what I mean? Like, no, exactly. there's what's there's no connection. Like, why why are they taxing you know law abiding gun owners? Uh, for the faults of, uh, you know, gang members and, and drug dealers. I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. the, that they're trying to villainize this is offensive. And this is the greatest thing. In the, the proposal in the text of the legislation, they, they incorrectly state that licensed gun dealers are the main source of illegal firearms. Uh, and then after they state that, they, they cite that there were 1,200 and 1,200 guns that were reported lost or stolen in the country. And, you know, that's not good that guns are ever lost or stolen from licensed dealers. But you have to consider, of the hundreds of thousands of licensed gun dealers in this country and the millions upon millions of guns that are in their inventories that are sold every year, you had, they cite to 1,200 guns that were lost, and, and that's how they say, oh, no, this is the main source of illegal firearms. The main source of illegal firearms are through illegal straw purchases, which... You know, uh, as long as there's no uh, knowing uh, violation by the gun dealer, they have no idea of whether or not this person's going to go and illegally sell the gun afterwards. So there's no way to stop that. Guns are stolen from licensed dealers. They're stolen from lawful gun owners. And those are the main ways people get these guns. You know, they're illegal acquisitions. And, you know, trying to punish the lawful sales of firearms won't help, won't do anything to protect anyone. Uh, did and, they give and again? It's did, another way to, you know, punish gun owners. Right, villainize us. Do they give details as to what they're going to spend that money on? Oh, it'll go to the Cal Civ uh, program, which is it basically uh, goes to gun violence prevention research and you know activities. Uh, pretty vague uh, off the bat, but essentially. It will go to the California Slush Fund of, you know, gun violence research prevention, all sorts of stuff like that, which will, you know, result in no benefit whatsoever to reducing crime. Yeah, so they can falsify research and pretend that they're doing science and come up with new yeah, ways to take our guns away. And all that. Yeah. They're just exactly. kicking us all while we're down and they just continue to do it. If they can, yeah, if we can, unless we stop them. We have yeah. to stop them. We got to quit being complacent and we've got to start standing up and, and voicing our opinions. And we have a plan, and that's vote. That, so. You can do it with, yeah, with a pen. It's easy. All right, John, hey, you are the best as always. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys.
All right, you stay out of trouble, folks. That's Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. Check these guys out. You can't find a better law firm all the way around right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by... Hey, folks. You heard us talk about how easy it is to install a Cali key. Well, it's as easy as you could imagine, and it'll help get your ARs, California legal, in recognition of those recent goofy gun law changes. Those laws changes can put the unknowing owner of an AR-15 or 10 on the wrong side of a jail door. If you want your AR to keep its pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible California laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact with a Cali Key. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Right now, we got our good buddy from the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue. Open 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. The Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Whether you're a first-time shooter or an old-time shooter, the Gun Range San Diego will take you in just like family. We got our good buddy Casey on the line. How's it going, bud? Well, you know, keeping real busy down here on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. That's right. Rooms have been pretty filled up. Nothing too crazy. It was only about a 20, 30-minute wait, if that, right now. So it's a good day for us. That's the hey, that's the range report. I like that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, we were, I mean, we we usually have pretty busy Saturdays. Yesterday was, it was, uh, it was pretty busy. We pretty much were stacked the entire day. We had multiple reservations stacked up right one after another, so we kept it running. We had all of our customers happy, so it was a good day in here. You now keeping everybody, you know, in the shooting. Sport. And, and, and uh, here, yeah, and, uh-huh. here, and here we have the uh, you know the dog days of summer. And can you believe it? What is it? Memorial Day or Labor Day or whatever it is coming up? What is it, Mike? I know it's. Uh, I was I always confused. Forget. I think it's late. Yeah. Is it Memorial Day? I'm such a loser. Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. You know, Labor Day. And then the, the day, Labor Day Labor weekend day. tour. And the days will start getting shorter and stuff like that. And so uh, Casey's going to be talking about what? What is that? Using a light on your pistol and your AR uh-huh. and stuff like that. I mean, yep, exactly. You know, that's a great idea. So exactly. Phil said, yeah, weapon lights. That's kind of one of the big lights. thing you see a lot of people do nowadays. Um, it's a very, very practical thing. You see a lot of law enforcement doing military doing it because, you know, at nighttime, there are still threats out there. Most of these crimes that go on will be during night because the bad guy knows he can go hiding. So there's a lot of options that are out there when it comes to weapon lights, some good, some bad. It really depends on what you're looking for. For pistols, you know, with the weapon lights, most of the time you have to have a rail on it. There are some things you can put on it that will give you a rail. But, yeah, most of the time it will be a weapon light mounted. Now, good brands out there. Uh, Surefire, Streamlight, Enforce is also another good brand. Olight is one of the new ones out there that I've been testing out for about seven months on my Glock 19, and I've been abusing it, and it's just running, running, running. Um, 
for weapon lights, they go off lumens, which is no candlelight power, how bright they are. They go anywhere from 200 lumens to 1,500 lumens on these things where you point at somebody and it's going to blind them. Blinded so, by the light. Exactly. You know, and it's the same thing for your for your rifles, shotguns. You could put a weapon light on anything. And when it comes to practicality-wise, it's great. Now, when your light is on, yes, it is letting people know where you're at. But, hey, that's just the nature of the beast. Nothing is fair in life. Yeah, so for I, me, I, I'm I not sure. Put, uh, is, is that really – you hear that a lot, and it, it seems mm-hmm. more of a – I don't know. I, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. It seems more of a concern from a – you know, from a from a keyboard ninja. I mean, mm-hmm. if you have a if you have some. I mean, what are we talking about here? We're really talking about a bump in the night, which is going to be some kind uh-huh. of burglar. You know, is that burglar going to be you know SEAL Team Six? I mean, no, it's going to be yeah. a burglar. <laughs> um, so the idea that this guy has now located you because you have a weapon light, I just don't. Mm-hmm. Is that a realistic? You know what I mean? Is that, it just doesn't um, feel realistic? aspect of it i mean the way i look at it is like once that light goes on your presence is known now you're going to be clearing all your rooms with your light on and who knows you know for me it was trained like i was using night vision stuff so i didn't have to use a light mm-hmm. so it's going to be a little bit different but once their light's on, everybody knows kind of where you're at is that a bad thing no just means your presence is there um they always trained us and whatnot don't keep your light on the entire time we'll have pressure pads on it mm-hmm. use your light when you need it then turn it on when your light when you need it then turn it off. But there is a good perk to it is, you know, it's nighttime and then say somebody flashes a flashlight in your face, your night vision's gone. And you're kind of, you know, disoriented for a second because, well, it was nice and dark. My night vision, my pupils were opening. I could see, you know, a little bit better night than this big blinding flashlight hit me. And now I'm seeing stars and I can't see anything. So there is actually a, and I'm doing air quotation, tactical presence for these flashlights and wood doing um my flashlight my little o-light that i run mm-hmm. it has a strobe on it and you know when i get bored i take it off like you know i'm not pointing my gun on my face but you know i'm just like you know how bright is this thing and i'll close my eyes and i'll hit the strobe even with my eyelids closed i'm still seeing stars for a good five ten minutes <laughs> yeah so you know when you have these bright weapon lights yes you're lighting up the whole area but it's for a purpose are they going to know where you are yeah you know that, that's whatever when it comes to that but hey you're gonna know where they're at because you're gonna have this big bright light shining and you're like ah, i got you in my sights it's truly i just got that new tlr with the big cone i, I forget which yep. number it is. you know what i'm mm-hmm. talking about uh, uh is that the seven or the eight the big boy i remember it's got it's a it's, it's a huge cone it's like a two or three inch diameter or something like that uh-huh. uh, light and it is uh you turn it on and and you can feel the heat and if yep. you, uh, of course, safely when it's not on a weapon, point the flashlight at somebody, they can mm-hmm. they can feel it from across the room. You it's so. Heat, yeah. I mean, it's something like eight hundred and fifty or nine hundred. It's like a headlight on a friggin' uh, you know yep. truck. Semi. Yeah. So yeah, I call it I the finger the of God. My, oh, yeah, I had my <laughs> old light in my. Po- I took it off my gun and I had it in my pocket, and something bumped it and kept it turned it on. And so I'm just walking around like, man, why is my leg getting hot? And I look down and I see it's a bright light. And I pull it out <laughs> and the lens is hot. My battery's hot. I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. Like you didn't catch fire. I tend to work. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I tend to like weapon lights on my firearms just because I like having that option. Now, there's other people that don't put weapon lights on and they'll have just, you know, a standalone shirt on a flashlight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's personal preference. Takes a little more training. Both take training, though. I mean, both really to use a flashlight Mm -hmm. effectively on a on a firearm. But I think uh, having it off your weapon that probably takes a little bit more getting used to a little Mm -hmm. more training. 
the perks of having off your weapon is you're not necessarily pointing your weapon at every time you're now you want to follow the light with your weapon in case a threat is there but you have that option if you're going you know a hands-free light you can check other spots without you know taking your weapon off a doorway or something real quick that's one thing you have to be cognizant of having a weapon light is yes that light is lighting up the area but your barrel pointing right at that too so you know say you do have you know not necessarily a bad person there and you're sitting there identifying like well let me make sure I know who I'm pointing my gun at for the moment. Just, you know, you know, police come on scene. You're like, hey, this is where I'm at. You're sitting there waving your gun at him. Oh, yeah, that's a great thing to do. So he's coming down, you know, that being tactical mindset of what's going on in your situational awareness. But there's so, always so many good perks to it. Do you guys have uh, low-light classes that you teach? Does does anybody put the, that on at the gun range? Not, not necessarily, not at the moment, just because, you know, we have a lot of other people shooting there. That's definitely something I am working on is, nice. you know, doing like one day a week or something where, you know, maybe the last two hours we go low light in the range or at least half the range because we can turn off sections of the light. And I think that would be a great implementation because, you know, a lot of times you don't get to shoot in low light situations. Mm. And it would be good for people to actually be able to train on to understand, okay, I've shot in low light and it's a whole different beast because your gun's recoiling up and your, your light's going off your target for a second. You have to train your eyes to keep on target because there's so much going on. When you're shooting, the actual smoke from the rounds is going out there and it's making it hazy. Uh, some people like to use lasers on their guns and you'll see this laser going out there and moving around and all this craziness. So, you know, it does take time to practice. So that's definitely something we are going to be working on possibly doing in the new future. That, that's awesome. Katie. One thing I learned is uh, when I took a, a couple of low light classes and did some training, I did not have night sights on my mm-hmm. clock. And because yeah. I always thought yeah. to myself, well, I'm going to have, you know, my, I got the flashlight here. And mm-hmm. one thing I learned is that uh, a lot of the times, whether either if you're holding it or if it's mounted on your weapon, it casts. Mm-hmm. It ends up casting a shadow on your yep. on the top of your sight. You can't see your sights with this big bright light, no matter how bright. Nope. I mean, you know, from hundred lumens to a thousand lumens, it casts a shadow, and mm-hmm. you have to have night sights, even if you're going to have this flashlight. It's one thing I glad I didn't have to learn the hard ways, but through you know training so, and yeah. going to a class. So, what's a night sight? So, night sights will be ones that will actually be glowing on their own. Uh, they come in tritium, like your Trizicons do them. Yeah. Uh, my HK has a you know it's a luminescent one where. Um, it's basically like the little stars you had like on the kids that you stick on. The, or, oh, exactly, oh yeah. So these ones, the the sights on my HK, I actually take a light to it, and it captures the ambient light and actually causes it to glow. So it's kind of like a glow-in-dark thing. You put a light on it, it stays glowing. So that's a cool one on it. So I always have that on there. A little piece um, of yeah, Chernobyl sitting on, on, your, on yeah. your gun. Yeah, pretty much, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of companies out there make night sights. Um Definitely something to invest. They're always good. I tend to prefer. I don't really like three dots, three dot sights, which will you know be like two rear, two dots in the rear, one in the front, and sometimes you get those on night sights. I tend to do a blacked out rear with a night sight front, and even if it's not a hundred percent, at least I know where that front sight is. If I need to be in a quick shoot, I can do that. Um, they also make other sights by I believe it was Heinz that does them, which will be just two dots: your front sight and your rear sight, and below the notch in your rear sight will be a piece of tritium. So you're actually just doing a two dots to line up and it's going to be a little bit lower profile. So you kind of get a better grip on it. So yeah, there's so many different sites out there. If people want to check them out, we have a ton of them in stock so they can actually see them. Yeah. Just go down and talk to you, but check uh, it out. Yeah. I got a personal question for you real quick. Mm-hmm. You're, you were in the military, correct? Mm-hmm. Did you have to use any yeah, of stuff like, you know, active? active duty on the night stuff yep. oh yeah all the time you yep. know we came to uh pretty much anytime we go out do training or you know deployments and whatnot absolutely we we're training for night missions 
all the time. Right. Honestly, yeah. when it comes so, to the military, Casey we knows, prefer man. night missions. We prefer night missions because usually, you know, in the areas where we're at, most of these countries that we're, you know, doing war and all this stuff, most of the time they didn't have night vision capabilities. So we did. So we kind of play the cards in our favor, you know, yep. with our night vision, then we have our PEC 16, which will be your laser aiming device. That is an infrared laser. So you can't see it without night vision on. So we'd be doing night ranges and, you know, I'd have targets 300, 400 meters out, put this little laser on it, pull the trigger and hit my target. It yeah. was a uh, easy mode. Well, right. and so he's the expert. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, go down and see Casey. Yeah, he's there right now. The gun range, San Diego <laughs> on Balboa. There. Someone asked me the other day, they said, where is the gun yeah. range in San Diego on Balboa? I said, well, it's on Balboa. Right across <laughs> from the Mercedes. Right where is the gun range San Diego on Balboa? Yeah. It's on Balboa. Great job, Casey. Man. We're on the corner of Convoy and Balboa. We're right there. There right. you got it, Love buddy. your show. Say All happy right. birthday to Dave. Take care, man. We're happy out of birthday. here, but we're going to be right back. we got a lot more coming up right here on FM 96, AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and the expensive lawyer costs? Take the good folks, talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com, or you can call them at 844-357-9400. That's 844-357-9400. All right. Hey, we got Sam the Gunman on the line. Hey, bud, how you doing? Not bad. How are you guys? Not too bad. How's the uh, how's the how's the shop? You selling anything? Yeah, it's weird. Um, Friday, which I didn't work. Um, Friday was absolutely jam packed with people. Wow. Yesterday it was like a ghost town, and today it was pretty busy. I, I don't know why. Saturdays are usually the busiest days, but I don't know. All right. Well, any anybody asking for an autograph yet? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. All right. We'll work on low. All right, so are you ready? So this is uh, Sam the Gunman, uh, another episode of Stump My Nephew. If you write in a trivia question, a gun trivia question, and we use it, we'll give you a T-shirt. If we use it and you stump my nephew, we'll give you a hat. Cool. So this is a good way to uh, fill out your, your entire wardrobe here. People love those hats. <laughs> so, all right, ready. Joanne in Del Mar writes in and joanne wants to know uh which handgun is said to have to hell and back reliability so which handgun is said to have to hell and back reliability joanne from delmar thanks for the question um to hell and back reliability um i know that's something that was in like magazine ads um for the this you said it was a pistol she's yeah which handgun yep that's what they're saying yep i know it was in uh like advertisements for it i know it, it's like an ad slogan um part of me wants to say sig but i'm going with glock 
It sounds glocky, doesn't it? It does sound glocky, except that they would melt if they went to hell. <laughs> All right, so final answer is glock? Yeah. Unfortunately, you should have gone with your first answer. It said fact sig sour. Yes, the slogan is <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look at that. The, the sig uh, the slogan is used by the sig sour firearm, mostly the model P226. It's the choice of legendary law enforcement agency, the Texas Rangers. Now, don't we have another question here? Yeah, we. Ha- you know, I think uh, we, he he deserves a, a good a backup question. Yeah. So, so we have a uh, uh, Charles special is a, guest is a, a recent uh, uh, new member of San Diego County Gun Owners. Yeah. And we encourage everybody to uh, uh, either join or if you're already a member, get a friend to join San Diego County Gun Owners. But uh, Charles had a question for you, my friend. And Charles's question is this: What's unique about a P7? All right, Charles. Thanks for the question. Um, the HKP7 was advertised by Heckler and Koch in, I guess, the 90s as being the most expensive handgun in the world, which I don't think is exactly something you should go parading around, but um, it had some pretty good features to back it up. It, um, it had an interesting sort of grip safety type thing on the front of the grip where you had to squeeze it to cock it and, and keep that uh, keep that sort of palm trigger thing squeezed um, as a form of a safety. It also used an interesting gas-delayed blowback mechanism, um, which made it very accurate, but caused it to um, heat up after prolonged firing. Uh, is that right? We're getting the head nod. He's, we're getting the head nod, and, and Charles is banging his fist on the desk. Dang it, he's right. There we go. And the crowd roars. All Whoa. right. That's a shirt, but no hat, Charles. I'm sorry. We'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. You get half. <laughs> Great well, job. Yeah, enjoy the shirt. Quick shout out, by the way, to Bill Halsey, who said uh, from our last segment, he he wrote in and said that uh, uh, that we should try RDS sights on our pistols, and we, and we won't lose our sights in low light. So thanks for listening, Bill, and thanks for the advice. Also, a shout out to Scott in Oklahoma, who's listening all the way from Oklahoma. So shout out to Scott as well. That's, yeah. That's awesome, man. Right. I tell you. Well, Sam, that, that's that's fantastic, man. What do you what do you think about? It? I know you're uh, I know you're a diehard Glock fanboy. <laughs> no, no. Glock what do you think of SIGs? Boy. Are you a SIG fan? Um, no, I'm kind of lukewarm on SIG. Honestly, in the year 2019, um, so many semi-automatic pistols are so similar in features and in performance that you would kind of be hard-pressed to find one that could be objectively called bad. Um, I would personally prefer a Glock over a SIG because they're a little cheaper um, and there's a lot bigger of an aftermarket, uh, not to mention how much longer they've been in service around the world, you know, several decades versus a few years. But I'm not going to tell anyone who's a SIG fan that they shouldn't get a SIG. The but the, the budget concern spoken from a true college student. Yeah, absolutely, right? that's yeah. you got to bring up the budget concern. Squeezing that nickel make the Indian ride the buffalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go, Dave. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good chatting with you. Thanks a million. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, you take care. Hey, we got a promotion going on, and here's what we want to do, folks. Because we can't push this boulder all by ourselves. We need as much help as we can get. Yep. So, for all you San Diego County gun owners out there that are a member and you've been a member, the challenge is you need to go out and find one person to sign up. The more you sign up, the better you'll you'll be. Because 
we're going to run this for probably a week. We're going to do this for one week. And next Friday, all you need to do is go to the uh, gun show, uh, gun sports radio, and tell us how many people you signed up. Michael will verify it, and you'll be a special guest on this show. What a great idea. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. So I don't care if you bring in one, two, or ten. The one that brings in the most, and <laughs> not only will you be able to come in and be on radio with us, but you will get a San Diego County gun owner's hat, shirt, and pin. So talk to your friends and sit yep. them down at SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. Yep. Walk them through. There's That's a, the best. There's yeah. A, yeah. There's a big join uh, button right on our, our homepage. Uh, 10 bucks a month, walk them through the process and then, uh, uh, send us an email and say, Hey, I just signed up so-and-so. Right. And the more people you sign up, the better chance you have of winning and right. coming and be a guest host. That's awesome. And That's if fantastic. I may to interject on why this is so important, because when, when Mike started his organization, he talked about getting those folks that are running in those small school districts and things like that. And ladies and gentlemen, your vote does matter because coming on with San Diego County gun owners as a member, but also voting, we put out the voter guide and therefore you look at the voter guide mm-hmm. see who's running in that small race i don't know who to vote for a school board but if it's in the voter guide then i'll definitely vote for it right. and we will win races well, you, your vote matters we will win races so yeah. do get we need we're 1300 members we need to be to 2600 right. each if each one of you just got one guy charles just signed up but we're he's going to get one guy right we're i'm going to double get a guy. overnight and we need this to happen and you, and it and it really is going to be terrific and it we're is. only talking ten dollar we're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars we're talking ten dollars you got to have a friend that can kick you know choke up ten bucks uh, yeah well let me give you so we just had a battle at the san diego city council and uh one of the votes that was on our side is a guy named scott sherman scott sherman's on the city council yes he won by 54 votes did you hear that and so yeah. that's a i mean that's a san diego city council seat right. and he won by just 54 votes by 54 right. votes this is what this is huge yeah. and this is a big seat mm-hmm. but and, and if you know th- so people think well gee we're outnumbered or you know it's easy to get down on yourself and easy. think to yourself right. oh the, the the registration's not in our favor that's sort of thing. Yeah. if we motivate people and we just move it just a couple of inches we right. can get more people in office right. and can i also say too ladies and gentlemen don't overthink this because I've talked to some folks and they go, Oh, da, da, da. They're overthinking this. No, just join. Don't overthink this. And and the numbers are that simple. If everybody gets just one, let alone two or three, which you should be getting, we're instantly 2,600, 3,000. We're a voting block. And then we double from there. And plus, you know, we've got what new folks coming on at the rate of what, 40 to 60 a month or something. We signed up 90 new members in the month of July. Look at this. Look at this, please. So if you think your, your voice doesn't count you're crazy wow because we can't do it without strength we can't do it without unity and you would right. be joining a grassroots organization that it's expanding we're up in riverside now orange county orange riverside county, riverside we're looking at a couple other locations so we don't want to hear you sitting home complaining about gun laws right. and all this without you being part of of the of the of the fix right we're not saying you know not join the other members you know no, the no, other no, organizations. No, no, no. keep your other ones they do their terrific but job nobody but works this as is hard the boots on the ground yeah, nobody works as hard as san diego county Earning gun owners your money and yeah right. your, your dime and your time that's right, right. it's all so, laura yep mike does nothing uh, except <laughs> tell her what to do and if it wasn't for her no so hey can we talk about real quick the last sure. weekend of september the, the the gun show is back in town and we're going to be there on Live. sunday 
live. Gun Sports what's, Radio what's is going to be there. It's the the twenty. Yeah, I'll look at ninth, twenty ninth. Is it the twenty? It's uh, September twenty. Well, it's twenty eighth and twenty ninth. But we're going to be there. On the we're going to be there on the twenty ninth from what? What time? One to four. One to four thirty. One to close. So one to close. Gun Sports Radio is going to be there. It's in Del Mar, and so many people are going to be there. So many people. Everybody should be there. The, mark, mark it out. Calendar. Yeah, mark yep. your calendar and be Political there. Political people are going to be there. All kinds of folks. Absolutely, and you'll be able to sign up for San Diego County gun owners there as well because Laura's going to run the sign up booth. <laughs> so if you want to see Laura, that's the way to do it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, folks. Hey, we really want to thank all of our great sponsors. San Diego County GunOwners.com, the Gun Range San Diego.com, CA FirearmsLaw.com, Firearms Legal, and Cali Key, and all the great guys Lance Pelkey, Michael Schwartz, Casey Hentra, John Dillon, and Brendan the Board Op, right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.